Hey, I'm Tyler. I'm Katie. And I'm Brian, and you're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast where people who aren't up on 90s pop culture get punished. Yay! Brian gets it. Uh, so, <laughs> Brian is here. He's our first ever guest. Uh, yay! Now, you're uh, very welcome. Brian, on this show, uh, there's two types of people there's Katie's and there's uh, Tyler's. Uh, and the Tylers of the world have seen lots of things that, like, watched way too much TV as kids, and Katie's have seen none. What, where mm. do you fall? I'm definitely on the Katie side of you're, this. You're a Katie? Yes. Oh, definitely. So, did you, did you have a TV as a child? How did this happen? <laughs> we, did, we did have a TV in the house, um, but I don't really remember watching TV shows. We usually would watch movies as a family, you okay. know, maybe one or two nights a week. Did you have cable so. television? Do you know? I, I think. You should, but you, right, you watch so little of it, you don't you can't really, it's I can't really see. It's scientifically proven that Katie's live longer and are smarter. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tyler's burned right and have a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm on welcome that side of things. <laughs> okay, uh, today we're going to watch a show called... We're tiny, we're toony, we're all a little loony, and in this cartoony we're invading your TV. Tiny Toons Adventures. Excuse me, Steven Spielberg presents Tiny Toon Adventures. Why is Steven Spielberg presenting <laughs> these Tiny Toons? Because he's a man of distinguishing tastes, and you know he's putting forth only the best. Have either of you ever seen this show or heard of it? No, not that you mentioned it. it. Like Steven Spielberg presents Tiny Toon Adventures. Sounds like you're already apologizing. You're already like, no, guys, it's going to be really good. I swear, right? Steven Spielberg likes like, this. yeah, like Steven Spielberg has put his stamp of approval on this show. Therefore, you must like. Is it. Is this going to be like Schindler's List? Uh, in many ways, you might find the viewing experience to be as painful and hard to sit through. Are, the, uh, are there going to be aliens with glowing fingers? <laughs> you know what? Yes, they definitely do Steven Spielberg movie jokes. In this really? Show. Yeah. He, okay. he is represented as a character sometimes what? on the show. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, uh, so this show was created by a guy named Tom Ruger, who was also the creator of Animaniacs. This is the precursor to Animaniacs, which I don't think I said it on the episode, but the full title of Animaniacs is Steven Spielberg Presents colon Animaniacs. Really? They really put his name forward on these shows. Um, it ran from September 14th, 1990 to December 6th, 1992. They made 98 episodes, one TV movie. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. When in 92? December 6th. 1992. Okay. So there are only about six months that I was even alive when this show was on the air. Because <laughs> I was born when, in June of 92. When it was on in its first uh, incarnation of these, the, they made their 98 episodes, they stopped. But what's unique about this show is it was they did something called first-run syndication with it. Now, normally, a show is produced for a specific network. That network might even help fund it, the creation of it. Mm -hmm. And then they run it there the first time, and then they syndicate it. When you have, like, 60 episodes of a show, you're legally allowed to sell the show into syndication, and other channels can purchase the syndication rights. It's like franchising, and then they can run it there. Mm -hmm. This show was made specifically for syndication, so it didn't have a home network. Uh -huh. And my point here is it ran a lot in the you know from then on because different networks were all running it all throughout the 90s. It gotcha. was on for a long time. Then okay. it was on Fox Kids where Animaniacs ended up airing. Uh, eventually it landed there, but it ran all over for a long time. Um, 
We're going to watch two episodes, season one, episode four, Test Stressed, and season one, episode 30, Fields of Honey. And Brian, this is the part of the show where I tell you why I think it's good, so keep these points in mind while you watch, and you can either agree with them or... rip them apart later. <laughs> okay. I was going to say refute, but rip okay. them apart is uh, okay. accurate. So, we, can we get a, uh, a tear sheet of these points uh, so yeah, we can here, I'll keep hand notes? You, I'll hand you my notes when it's over. <laughs> um, so it's called Tiny Tunes. Uh, what this show is, is it, it purports that in the Looney Tunes universe, the Looney Tunes extended universe, yeah, what, what are we <laughs> universe um, there are these young child characters in the 90s who are either descended from or are somehow related to the Looney Tunes, the famous Looney Tunes characters. So there's so Elmer Fudd got busy. Is what uh, yeah, he did. And there's like lots <laughs> of yes. baby Elmer Fudd. There's, oh, a, girl, oh there's, a, there's a little girl named Elmira who's, who's the Elmer Fudd. Every, <laughs> every Looney Tunes character has at least one counterpart on this show. Okay. So there's like a little a little duck for Daffy Duck. There's two little bunnies, uh, uh, Buster and Babs Bunny. No relation, as you'll hear them say. They're like the main characters and so on and oh, so on. Oh, they're not related to Bugs Bunny? Uh, I don't know if it's clear. I don't think they are. I think they're students... I haven't seen it since the 90s, but I think they're students at uh, a university where the Looney Tunes characters are their professors to teach them how to be irreverent cartoon characters. <laughs> is the, sounds I so weird. Is the premise. Um, oh, and Steven Spielberg's presenting this, so hey, don't judge it yet. Um, so, my point here is... He keeps is, going back to that. <laughs> it's like his crutch. Part of the reason it's good, if you like Looney Tunes, it's got this built-in like Looney Tunes nostalgic piece, because the Looney Tunes characters are in this show. Okay. They're, not, they're sort of side characters. Um, and it's got all the same sensibilities as Looney Tunes, you know, the puns, or there's a lot of like jokes with words and there's slapstick stuff, but it's sort of updated with a 90s sensibility. Oh, goody. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> the way that Looney Tunes had like jokes about the 30s and 40s in them, this has jokes that are just as dated now, pretty much, as okay. uh, about the 90s. And for kids, always put your, yourself in the shoes of you as a kid, Brian, because we might not enjoy this as adults because it was made for children. Sure, So we're going to sure. see if it would be good for a kid. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's relatable even more than Looney Tunes are because these are kids with kid problems in sort of the, the Looney Tunes version, so it might be more relatable I see. as a kid watching. Okay. okay? You guys ready? I guess so. Ready as I'll ever be, man. <laughs> Steven Spielberg presents Tiny Tunes Adventures. Please. He's been mooning over Shirley the Loon for weeks. He'd love to ask her out. But Foulmouth has just one little problem. Ah, dead gum and I spilled milk all over my fetish. Did I say little problem? I'm gonna buy a nickel for every time I spill some of my clothes of their rich Pardon me. wears so much, his beak has been declared a toxic waste dump. This is already overwhelming. I know, there's lots of bright colors. <laughs> no, they just said that they're, what, going around the sensors? What no, kind they of crack con- up, They crack up all the sensors. The sensors think they're funny. But no one in the, no kid in the 90s knows what a sensor no, is. but their parents watching you. If I was a parent, but no, 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 those rabbits were just dressed up as each other, cross-dressing yeah. rabbits, okay. I'm telling you that if I was a parent in the 90s... I would not watch TV with my child. This is so funny how long the like intro song is because wow. no modern show would have an introduction this long. Uh, no, absolutely not. Never too late to loon. <laughs> loon spelled like a duck loon. What is that thing? Also, why are these small children at a university? I guess maybe they're older than I think. But they're so tiny. They are tiny tunes. I guess it would be more like 
Millennial okay. Teens. So theoretically, this rabbit grabbed onto a balloon, mm-hmm. and an hour later was in the upper atmosphere of our Earth. Oh boy. Where he got run into by a spaceship, and almost got hit by a meteor. Are you this kind of cartoon viewer, Brian? I'm a little far-fetched. <laughs> this duck looks like a jerk. I think we need to now keep a count of how many times someone's going to get hit on the head by something. Because <laughs> oh, it already happened once in the credits, twice within the first, what, minute of the show. <laughs> That's supposed to be, like, a good-looking male duck. I, I don't like this duck. I don't like any of these ducks. I guess he's just, like, floating down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said this was relatable. Yes, you've never you've never floated down the hallway at school. Oh my gosh, she's eating with her mental prowess is so massive that she can does not have to touch her spoon. Why is she speaking like this? Is she like a Duck Valley girl? Yes, but this Why? is the nine. It's nineteen ninety basically when this came out. This is this is such a strange juxtaposition for me. This like highly intelligent, able to like levitate herself Valley girl. See, it's a five stereotype. Maybe it's empowering. Yes, 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 but. There's also a lot of screaming. I'm an apologist mm-hmm. for Plucky Duck. Mm-hmm. Is his name Plucky Duck? Yes. His name is... Ugh. Ooh. They're maintaining the good Looney Tunes thing of, you know, using real classical music, which uh, I, yeah. this is exciting to me. Apparently his test is only on the theory of relativity, right? No, no, no. Because oh. so far the only information imparted <laughs> has been about E equals MC squared. Well, his test you saw is on cartoon math. Which is really cartoon physics, if you think about it. Right. Oh, yeah, but math and physics. Is it more of like a cartoon calculus? Also, Einstein was just like water skiing a second ago. Yeah. Like, I would love to see that picture. I'm just concerned about this uh, purple Pepe Le Pew offspring. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is <laughs> really uncomfortable. Overly slob. Slobbering. He's just slobbering on you. Does this mini cat not speak? He doesn't speak English. He's a selective mute. He might have a birth defect. Unfortunate. This is really scary that this cat is gonna like eat this baby mouse. Wow. Also, how did that cat's eyes end up in a drawer? Okay, now they're sticking out of the drawer? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just feel like all of the body mechanics are uncomfortable. Yeah. You need to watch more cartoons. <laughs> I really don't like this baby mouse's voice. Would you like him to get eaten? Yes. <laughs> this is like me after spending time with any kids. Exhausted and dead. <laughs> Clawed through a wall like a victim of a serial killer. I would love to be in a hall of cats. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh what? Oh my, oh my gosh, blue! Uh, all his fur, bad. God. That was really unpleasant looking. That was not. Nope, nope. I did not like that one bit. Wow. The naked Sylvester the cat. Ugh. I keep, I keep thinking in my head, it's Sylvester the cat, and then I keep wanting to say Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be very different. <laughs> That much different. You gotta catch your mouse. <laughs> they both have like a weird, 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 <laughs> weird You're right, a weird right. impediment. Is that supposed to be a chicken? chicken? It's a love struck chicken. Love struck chicken. In love with what? Oh my gosh, even the hardened chef back in the kitchen has fainted from the profanity that this small chicken <laughs> just used. Maybe he has Tourette's, alright? Oh my gosh, her, her body, her spirit left her body. <laughs> Come on, haven't you ever been around a guy who makes you so uncomfortable you've astrally projected away to escape? Um, you know, I'm not gonna lie, it's happened. <laughs> so they're bleeping this chicken, and sometimes you could probably feel the bleeping with a curse, but sometimes they no. don't even make sense no, where they are in its sense. But is a kid really thinking through that? They're just excited by the fact that there's the implication of cursing on their <laughs> TV the, show. Is he yeah. the... Foghorn Leg. Yeah. Yeah. 
Are they, are they treating him with like electroshock therapy <laughs> right now? It certainly looks like I'm it. a little concerned. You know Elmer Fudd definitely had a harem going on. He clearly abducted all these babies. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't think... <laughs> That's not okay. Did he leave the babies in the tree? Well, look at him using his coping strategies. So proud. What is happening? Unfortunately, with the creation of Porky Pig, Warner's first superstar, Honey and Bosco's popularity waned. Bosco and Honey took their act to the supper club circuit, but live venues proved to be disastrous. Tiptoe to the window, by the window, that is where I'll be. Come tiptoe through the tulips with me. Get out of here, you husbands! Ain't you never heard of Technicolor? Bosco tried a solo career, but people just didn't seem to care anymore. In the early 1960s, a reunion was planned, but Honey had mysteriously dropped out of sight. Bosco spent years searching for Honey. Honey! Until Bosco, too, faded into obscurity. Honey! Honey! Expect the unexpected. That's, that's philosophical. As, like, an anxious kid, I would not have enjoyed unexpected surprises. <laughs> like, this would not have been up my alley. I like the little cat because he doesn't speak. Steven Spielberg presents Tiny Toon Adventures. <laughs> I'm so glad that he gave his stamp of approval. You ever think Steven Spielberg lays awake at night and thinks over his greatest mistakes? No, he loves this. He Buster and Babs aren't related to each other? Nope. Do they have different moms? Oh man, she's got a she's got Elmer Fudd as her professor. This is like when you register late and you get the sucky professor. <laughs> For as few characters as we've seen, the study hall is incredibly large. <laughs> also, it is literally a hall, right? right? So they have study hall in a hall. Yeah, we could all be so lucky. I had study hall at the back of the auditorium. Also, why is the text on the window that says, To the Film Vault, it's like dripping, like it's written in blood? <laughs> Am I the only one bothered by that? That's four fine. months, four months watching. Has she eaten? <laughs> <laughs> She's got a beard and a mustache. <laughs> I would recommend you not listen to Strange Voices ever. She did. This little worm is cute. Aww. He died destitute and addicted <laughs> to drugs. <laughs> Every kid in the 90s loved Ed Sullivan jokes. <laughs> if you build it, they will watch. Oh, come on. That's like... It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> Very specific. Very. Event. It went from, if you build it, they will watch, which is like, whatever, but like, build me a movie theater. <laughs> so the public can watch these cartoons. What? Yeah. Silly. Well, I guess she's, she's talking to, like, the Council of Looney yeah, Tunes. it's like a Look board meeting, yeah. <laughs> they, the Looney Tunes University Endowment might be able to cover this. They have a government contract. <laughs> so she solicited donations under false pretenses. Yep. Excellent. It's probably a federal crime. Talking about a lesson in marketing. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if you build a great business plan, they will flock to you. Like, what, what, is, what is this about? Like, you need to create a five-year budget. <laughs> you have an IPO. Oh, man. She's rapping. Is, wow. We got a rapping. Bad, bad hip-hop reference. It's not good. It's not good, guys. Guys, it's 1990. Just a second ago, the ribbons had fallen off of her ears. Slash hair. You really didn't watch enough cartoons as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> You're hung up on all the wrong things. <laughs> okay, we're back. Um... Brian and Katie, can you... Uh, let's go with the first episode, the school episode first. What happened? Oh, God. 
Um, it was exam time. It was yeah. It was mostly about exams yeah, and like trying to do well in exams. Yeah, there's um, three short stories. Three, yeah, three little blips. Just little bits. Um, Einstein's ghost was involved. In Einstein's. Of... It was in the first one, and then the second one was where um oh the the cat was trying to eat a mouse to get smarter, a right? Little baby mouse. Yeah, and then the not mouse... to get smarter, but to to, to sus- earn some respect. Yeah, he wanted respect. It's like a hazing. And he routine. wanted to be famous. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because that's how you get in the Hall of Fame. Said Sylvester the cat. Gotcha. Sylvester then... Stallone the cat. Do you remember the? Uh, the, last I mean, one. the last one was that with the chicken that was really angry. Uh, what was it? Foul mouth. Foul mouth, and he was kept cursing. cursing. It, was yeah. just, it was just, it was really, it was really weird. Like all the bleeping. Yeah, like, for a kid show. Yeah, for I, a kid yeah, show. And was... like sometimes in places that wouldn't make sense. Not that the kids would know any better, yeah, right? But... Yeah, yeah. His his syntax was right. Strange. They just added bleeps in for yeah. effect. Okay, and then the second episode, which was all one long story. One long story, Field of Dreams knockoff. <laughs> <laughs> but what was it about specifically? Um, the, the, the female rabbit child, Babs, Babs Bunny. Bunny. Um, female rabbit child. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't have a role model, and so a mysterious voice told her, if you watch it, you will find her. <laughs> And it was it was just a shameless Field of Dreams ripoff, <laughs> which I mean, which is interesting because I, you know think about Field of Dreams being that old for some reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. It must have come out right around. The, I'll bet you it was within yeah. three years of this. And um, so she, what did she, she found? Oh, uh, she found this old cartoon character, uh, Honey. Honey, yeah, Honey and Bosco. Bosco and like Honey, black and white, that yeah. old old style. Yeah, which and are then, real. They are. They do exist in real life. <laughs> and then she built a movie theater to, to screen their cartoons in. And had to bring in all sorts of people and advertised for it and brainwashed them to show up. <laughs> and then it turns out that Honey was like Tinkerbell and needed people to laugh at her cartoons in order to be alive. To so, regain her youth. To regain her youth. Since she magically became young again. It was a happy ending. Through some witchcraft. Babs Bunny has representation now. A female cartoon star. Kate, you always say on this show representation's important. I know. You're suddenly very quiet. I know. It, it was. It was good. All right. So. so we need a value judgment. Right. If Tiny Toons is good for us to watch as adults, or if, if not, if, if it's even good for a child to watch. I mean, I, I enjoyed the little taste we got here because it was funny and we were like, you know, laughing about it as we went. But, I mean, as, as, as is evidenced, if Tyler includes any of my comments, I, um, <laughs> I, I tend to focus on some, like, you know, how the physics of cartoons <laughs> works, and it's just, uh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, ha- doesn't, doesn't happen. It doesn't yeah. really, like... Uh-huh. So you're not going to go uh, do a deep dive on Tiny Toons <laughs> after we leave? Probably, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I am going to go back and keep watching Star Wars The Clone Wars, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, because, we're not talking about that right now. Because the physics in The Clone Wars is so accurate. <laughs> um... Yeah, this one was a meh for me. It wasn't like decidedly good or decidedly bad. It was just middle you know? of the road. Right. Because I think there's ones that we've watched that are like decidedly <laughs> really good bad. or like horrendous. Really? This was just like, I, I don't know. I think when you when you hear these like hear these episodes, you'll see a trend that like I don't like screaming. I don't like when anvils drop out of the air. <laughs> so like the, uh, I think... Your point of like, well, if you liked Looney Tunes, you're gonna like this. Yeah, like, neither I, of you grew yeah. up watching Looney Tunes. That's problematic. But you shouldn't have either, because what year were you born? <laughs> 1912. Yeah, remind me. <laughs> I was in my 20s. When Tell Looney me what it was like in the Great Depression. Pops, come on. That's the thing. I love that episode we watched, the Field of Dreams one. When I was a kid, I loved it, and I think I was attracted to like the fact that they're watching old black and white cartoons. I think I, think I liked really? that for some reason. I, I'm. I'm attracted to that old stuff. And this, for a kid like that, and a lot mm-hmm. of kids, it's not just, I know it sounds like those 
Looney Tunes are older than I should have watched, but they were on a lot. They were in constant. No, I do remember. I mean, and my parents loved Looney Tunes so much. We had tapes of old Ah. episodes. So I do remember. I do remember some of the Looney Tunes. Right. You know, especially the the huge Looney Tunes episodes, like like the the one where Bugs Bunny is an opera star. Yeah, yeah. What's opera doc? I'll bet you your your interest in music could be argued that that has something to do with it. No, you saw that as a young child. I I did see that as a young child, but I mean, mean, but I had a I had a grandfather who was a music teacher who was really influential in getting me started. That also was in there too. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Sure. I don't want to give it uh, too much credit, but um, (laughs) lots of kids watch Looney Tunes. Yeah. There and. If you were I, a kid who liked that, it's, right. this and, show was jumping on that idea. Right, and even the and even like like you mentioned at the beginning, the slapstick parts of it. You know, I mean, I can I can get behind that. Yeah, I think you got that's, some pretty big yeah. laughs out of the, out right. of the, the some, silly stuff. There's some really silly stuff. That's just it's just funny to watch. You right. know, it's just like right. All right, so yeah. Katie says, Matt, Brian, you say for, I mean, for, you know, looking at it from a kid's perspective, I'm I, I'm sure they would have a lot of fun watching yeah, there's that. Fun stuff in yeah, there. and there's some lessons that aren't like hit you over the head with them. Like I feel like, like with there, an anvil. There is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel anvil. like there is some like good uh, uh, morality and things to this. Like we learned that Albert Einstein was bad at math as a kid, which he wasn't really, but that was the main point. So like you can't just wish yourself better at something right. and get it instantly. Things yeah. like that. Like I think yeah. there was. But would a, would a like kid crazy. get that? I don't think a kid uh, would get not that. Not overtly, maybe, but I don't know. So. Maybe not. Maybe I'm reaching. But uh, all right. So uh, 10 splats out of 5 splats. <laughs> we have this rating system that Katie invented once that has no... It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> there's no logic to it. It's like, I'm going to give it 2 splats. <laughs> but there's no, there's no definition. There's She's no never definition explained like what a splat how, is. How, how high you can go or how like it might be. Negative 10 might be the worst. I don't know. So 2 might be okay. <laughs> splats. So how many splats would you get? this brand, that being said. Sure. Um, well, if Katie's going to get two splats, I'm going to assume that more splats is better. You know, that, that yes. may be true. Nobody knows. I, yeah, it's all so, relative. So, so I'll, give it, I'll give it five splats. Five splats. Ooh, that's a slap in the face to the show. Five yeah. splats is the worst rating you could possibly get. I think the maximum splats is like 20 splats. 20 is the maximum? Okay. That changes every time Katie takes another breath. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, everybody out in podcast land, if you want to agree or disagree with us uh, you can email us it's notstalgia at aol.com you can find us at aol.com <laughs> really everybody says that <laughs> right it's a show about old crap yeah. <laughs> uh, our, our website is notstalgia.org oh and you can find us on any social media just look up oh my gosh it's too bad that AIM went away message people our away message on AOL's messenger will be up you can have a black background with all the colors to make it look like the letters are floating yeah, I did. Beep, if you send a message to our beeper, we'll call you from a payphone as soon as we possibly can. <laughs> uh, but uh, Ooh, man. Uh, for nostalgia, yeah. I'm Tyler. I'm Katie, and I'm Brian. That's all, folks. There's something wacky at McDonald's. Uh, Big Mac. The Tiny Toon Adventures Gang. It's Babs and Buster Buddy. And Persian. Fries. A Diet Coke and... uh, 100 Happy Meals. 100 Happy Meals. Prince Lunch. I mean, one Happy Meal. Now buy your kid a Happy Meal at McDonald's and get a Tiny Toon flip car. Two cars in one, a different one each week. Collect all four, get all eight. 100 Happy Meals, sir. Now what? Better pop the trunk. (laughs) Next week on Nostalgia. Kablam!